Welcome to Against All Oddities, the podcast about my three children coming to terms with the oddly true and the truthfully odd. On today's episode, my three adorable boys give you their official spooky season movie recommendations in 22 different spooky categories. I'm their mother, and I'm here to tell you that I literally haven't seen any of the movies they talk about on today's episode, nor will I watch any of them in the future. But I guess that shouldn't stop you from taking their advice. Although they may not know what they are talking about, they sure do get enthusiastic about spooky movies. I did notice that they already posted all of their movie selections on their website, dwarfview.com. So I don't see why you really even need to listen to this episode at all. You could just spend one minute reading their selections. This is Against All Oddities. Hey, hey, welcome to Against All Oddities, where we talk about weird and cool and spooky and paranormal and the odd and the astral, you know, every month we talk about these things, we're into it. This, I'm, I'm youngest brother Tim. I am middle brother Chris. I'm Nate. <laughs> Nate, who is All right, currently so the audio format, <laughs> you need to get off the audio format and go check YouTube, at least just the still shot so you can see what Nate looks like right now. It's awesome. Um. <laughs> so this month we're uh it's spooky season it's october so we are providing not a top 10 before anybody emails and gets mad at us these are our personal preferences for various spooky movies this month that we would like you to check out we are going to not talk about some of your favorites but that's okay it doesn't hey, mean that i'm all not... about having some controversial takes here but also you got to understand our listening public uh, we get, as a paranormal podcast, uh, we get a lot of people asking us, hey, what movie should we watch? So we're doing everyone a favor. We're going to pick our favorites for different categories for our 2023 spooky season, the month of October movie wrecks. So, you know, as you're getting ready for spooky season, you want to watch some movies, we're going to give you our top picks for a bunch of different categories. Now, we haven't discussed this with each other, so part of the fun of this episode will be us determining which ones uh will be our official pick so we haven't heard each other's recommendations yet we'll go through each category and then um debate which will be our official 2023 pick so let us know what you think and um i guess before we get started on that quickly do you guys have any updates since the last time we talked a month ago I I need to mention briefly that I was actually at Howlow Scream at Bush Gardens Williamsburg nice. and Classic. I lost my voice. Oh, from um, screaming on roller coasters? Yeah, but, but I wasn't well, I would scream on roller coasters sometimes, but the uh that we did all the haunted houses and I actually the most effort I put into my voice and screaming was mimicking my wife Alicia. <laughs> it is so fun to do the haunted houses with her she because screams. Uh, she's so into it and the very first one we did was like a 1950s zombie diner and this uh, like monster jumped out and she screamed and backed up so hard that she fell down and the guy broke character was like oh i'm sorry and like helped her up or whatever and then a second one of note 
is uh she was walking around and she had been screaming so much she was like oh my my belly hurts and this guy from around the corner went want me to cut it open for you <laughs> and she stared at him and screamed for a an awkward 30 seconds like <laughs> eye contact just going ah! that's awesome to the point that he was like looking around <laughs> but the best and i'm sorry alicia but the the best i was scream laughing and I was laughing so hard. I was crying through the whole haunted house. It was called Witch of the Woods. And it was my favorite one, actually. And it was the scariest. And it was outside. And there was all these, like, witchy monster demon things. And I don't know how one surprised her so hard <laughs> that she had this guttural scream in response. <laughs> and her and she was trying to talk scream at the same time. And she just went... <laughs> <laughs> And I was doing that so much to try to tell her. I was like, you, did you hear what you sounded like? She was like, no. And I was, you were like, <laughs> and I was, I was just laughing and doing it so much that I actually threw my voice out doing that a little bit. But it was like super high pitch, like a mix between super like loud. a Native American, like war cry and ululating or whatever. Was, <laughs> I can't, I can't even do yeah. it anymore, but it was so fun. Um, that's so amazing. we just got back from that. That's awesome. I love that you lost your voice from screaming. That's awesome. Nate, what about you? You went to Austin and you bought an yeah. awesome werewolf mask. Uh, I did go to Austin and uh, this mean husky came out of the woods and bit my hand when I tried to pet it. Uh, awesome. <laughs> awesome time, I guess. <laughs> uh, you should take the mask you know, off. You're a little muted, but the mask is amazing. Uh, it transformed back. Oh, the moon must have gone down. Behind the cloud. Yes. I went to the toy museum and arcade. Uh, I had like uh, 45 minutes to kill, and it's right in the downtown area, and all the games are in free play, and they have tons of toys everywhere, like every toy you ever had. And, uh, I saw the pics. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I could set up, and then this was my souvenir was the... Uh, the Rancor yeah, Keeper. Rancor Keeper, whose name is oh, nice. Malakini. <laughs> Malakini. Malakini. I like I like having a character like a B list character. Like, <laughs> he was but it's like he's like C or D list Star <laughs> yeah, Wars. He is there for like, everybody knows he got who he is. Sad when the uh, Rancor got killed. Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah. he was sad when the Rancor died. He's yeah. like, oh, somebody loved we, the Rancor. We had em empathy for him because we've all had that dog, you know, that oh. you know, only a uh, Rancor handler can love. Uh, I don't have much. I my kid is sick. He's teething and he has a rash. So it's like my life kind of sucks right now. But I guess one notable thing was kind of fun is I talked to our resident um, psychic advisor Dawn, who we've had a whole episode talking about our past lives episode, and she helped me get rid of a ghost in the house that was messing with Rowan, who is my five month old. But it was really cool because she, I didn't say any of that. And well, she was asking me what we wanted to do. I was like, I, I was like, my chakras are trash. Like, cause my life is like so crazy. And like, so if anything you see there, but like, I was want you to check the house out because I feel like there's something messing with Rowan. And she's like, oh yeah. And when she got to the house, she's like, yeah, it's this old guy. But I didn't tell her, like I was going to say beforehand, there, my house is not haunted, but I've always kind of known there was a, the ghost of an old man that lived there, but he didn't really mess with me, so I didn't really care. But I couldn't ever get rid of him. And my, like, I've had people stay over and they won't sleep in the bedroom. They'll like sleep on the couch when we're not there because they're kind of too scared. But it never bothered me. But um, Rowan's been having these night terrors. And I was like, oh, he wakes up like, like Rowan. And she was like, yeah, he is. Uh, 
yeah and like unconsolable until he like opens his eyes and he sees us and he like starts smiling and stuff but uh she like kept, she like told the whole story of the guy and she like moved him on got rid of him so it was pretty cool and then she like did a house kind of like recalibration it was cool but she was like describing the house and had no pictures and no did, um, it's pretty cool did, uh, do you, does say, it feel different that? there now i think so i mean he hasn't had any night terrors since um but it was cool i i i mean she's the best so if anyone's interested dm us and we'll um we'll hook you up with her she's uh, really cool let's get down to business we're just going to pick a cat like we i said just a second ago in the intro we are going to select a category of our 2023 spooky season movie recommendation for each category we're going to come to a consensus and then you will watch that movie so which category do you guys want to start with um so we can start with gory oh gory okay sure well let's off just real quick like let's, let's see how this plays out i think we might have some consensus this naturally what what are your guys's gory picks? all right i need to dis- i need to justify yeah. my pick and so real quick also on um x former twitter i reached out to see if um anybody would be pissed if we forgot about a movie and mike from the neat cast said that if we didn't talk mm-hmm. about evil dead 2 that he would boycott our show well, I, literally, you shouldn't have said that because my gory pick is Evil Dead too. Uh, that is so good. So I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Um, also, a uh, friend of the show here, uh, Paige, said that we need to watch Lake Mungo. Oh, yeah. Paige is super into Lake Mungo. I, I've never seen that one. I haven't seen it, and I looked it up, and it said, if you would like to experience dread for two hours, watch Lake Mungo. So I'm, it has piqued my interest. I would have thought about that was a, a category we didn't have that was just uncom- a horror movie that's uncomfortable in a way that makes you feel icky. Yes, and, that would be uh, Lake Mungo. Yeah, so like uh, I thought heredity was kind of like that too, you know. I didn't I, I, I didn't make my list. You know, uh, I didn't like uh, movies. It is on one of mine. So before okay. before we get too far on topic, gory, gory. We're starting yeah. with gory. I have and Evil so Dead So Chris, too. your pick is Evil Dead Two. Yeah, I What's need yours? to defend my pick to say that gore to me isn't just the most blood or the most. Uh, it was what made me feel the most uncomfortable based on violence. And so a close second was any Takashi Miike film, including Audition and Itchy the Killer. They you know, are I, not. I was going to say I thought about those. I thought about Audition specifically because the I, eyeball scene and Audition. Oh my god! Just the whole fucking movie, man. I feel like that's a different category. I also, I I wouldn't say it's gory. I think gory to me is like guts exploding. Guts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, so that's why I wrote that off. And here's so my controversial I, I, pick. I, okay, what's your controversial pick? Evil Dead Two remake from 2013, 13, directed by uh, Fede Alvarez. You know what? They did a good job. It was totally fine. I like the blood, getting cha- chainsawed in half, a guy holding up his hand and getting the nail gun through yeah, it, his hand and arm. They, pu- they definitely pushed the gore. Um, so Nate, what what was your gore pick? So I took it to Of the Dead, and all I think the original gore going back would have been the the first uh, Dawn of uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, right? the 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 first the, remake, not the black and white one, but the, no, uh, it's a black and white one. Black and even white at one, the yeah. time, like if you and I'm I love the remakes and I love the originals. Yeah. I think if they got the originals got gorier over time, and I'm doing this as the whole set because I couldn't pick a favorite. But like screwdriver and the brain and stuff, oh, yeah. even though it was black and white, 
get a cool story about that. Um, who is it? The funky singer from the 60s and 80s. I can't remember his name. Anyway, this uh, group of like mu musical group was all tripping acid and wandered onto that set in real life. Oh and they're God. actually extras on it. And I'll have to look it up for the show notes. That's but, amazing. Yeah, they were like tripping out. And they're, it was like a Scooby-Doo thing because they had their tour bus kind of roll into the set from the first one while it was oh going God. on. They thought it was real. Uh, Those movies do have a special place in my heart. Dawn of the Dead's my favorite. I love yeah. the 80s one in the mall. You know, it's hilarious because they're all blue. Yeah. Uh, and the remake has freaked me out, honestly. I thought the Dawn of the Dead remake was pretty good. Day of the Dead was, I think, almost all gross out and gore. Uh, Day of the uh, Dead's my personal favorite out of all of those. Yeah. The one all, in the military base. Yeah. yeah. And that's super gory. Uh, but I, I, I just think they're like groundbreaking and awesome. And you can pick, everyone has a favorite. Um, okay. Well, but, let's, we got to come to a consensus here. What, what uh, so we, I chose a remake. Chris chose the original. I'm going to have to go with Chris on the original. Nate, do, you want me, do you want us to come over to the Night of the Living Dead as a series, or will you? He'll me convince you to come to our side, Nate, because I think yours might come up elsewhere. Uh, yeah, no, that's 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 cool. I'd, okay, I'd, I'd, so. I'd, I'd, I have, I of course have that um, uh, written down. Army of Darkness as well. You know, yeah, you gotta get <laughs> different so here, flavor though. Different. Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm actually gonna, I with all respect to mike from the neat cast i think let's do our official 2023 pick for gory to be evil dead to remake the one from like 2015 because not as many people have seen that we've all seen evil dead too no one needs to see that, that uh, need yeah they do Everybody need to see it if they've never it. seen it if you've of never course, seen evil dead you there's no one is no, that person does not exist <laughs> I it is not that listen to our podcast okay me. okay official pick evil dead 2 yep all right, there you, go. you win, Mike. All right, let's get let's just randomly pick. I'm gonna write that down so we can have that. Uh, so we can post this as well. Evil yeah. Dead Two. All right, let's let's do something else. Let's do something kind of fun. I want to go down the period piece slash historical uh, category for spooky season. Uh, okay. I'll go okay. first because that's right, the Nate. winner. Uh, the witch. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, but Tim, mm. what, what's your pick? Bram Stoker's Dracula, 1992. How is is that? Is that because you're going to count that as historical? How is that not a period piece? Because it's a period piece. It's like super, it's like. It is a Victorian period, period piece. You're right, I you're agree. right. I but would. I, it's, I don't think that's the main thing of what it is, though. Yes, I agree. Because that's that's a special. I mean, we love that movie. I just think that that might exist elsewhere. Okay, so hear me out for mine, because I have a left field one for this category, mm -hmm. for uh, historical. The movie Ravenous. Have you guys seen this? Guy Pierce. Man, it's not uh, ringing So Guy Pierce. Ravenous is okay. First off, I want I want to say. At the very least, this is my pick for you guys to watch if you haven't seen it. Guy Pierce, amazing, obviously, but yeah. he it, it takes place in um, a remote military outpost in the 19th century, and he uh, uh, Guy Pierce is on this kind of like rescue mission to this kind of in the middle of nowhere, and there's this uh, there's an, I don't want to give too much away. There's an ambush of fellow uh, soldiers that are all cannibals, but. What makes this movie incredible, it's not just like a cannibal, scary period piece, which is great, like good production values, period piece. 
the the trick with this movie is if you eat another person you gain strength and supernatural powers like just a little bit and so these soldiers from the 18th the 19th century have realized that and so they're just eating everyone to get stronger and stronger and so like but it's it's super grounded in reality so it's kind of amazing because like maybe to defeat them you too would need to consume human flesh in the snowy like fort at night to like fight the sadistic cannibal who's like super strong from his cannibalism it's kind of a sleeper movie it's so good i highly recommend it um but if you guys haven't seen it i will relinquish my my thing tim i'm gonna go with nate with the witch i have the witch in several other categories uh but i will say period piece historical that's a great place for the witch I would ask you to come to Nate's team. Tom. Yeah, I'll come to Nate's team on that. That's fine. Because Bram Stoker is going to beat out it's other gonna, categories. Uh, yes, so okay absolutely. That losing the period piece. All but right, it so, is a fucking period piece. Look at the costumes. So our official rec for period piece is The Witch. If you have already seen The Witch, might I personally recommend the movie Ravenous? <laughs> I put it on my watch God, list. It's it's such a sleeper movie. It's I really highly recommend it. Uh, okay, someone else pick the next category uh actually scary actually scary okay so obviously we're doing kind of spooky movies doesn't mean they're actually scary so that's why i wanted this category and actually like it's this legit me like i didn't sleep for nights right there's a difference between a spooky a scary yeah. movie and one or one that, that scares you when you're watching you it but there's another one like three days later you're actually having trouble sleeping you, yes yeah for and me for, and we might yeah. we've already mentioned it for me top pick easily hereditary um, 2018 director Ari Aster, of course, starring yeah. Muriel from Muriel's Wedding. Um, it was <laughs> it was a cult. It was terrifying. It was spooky. You didn't know what was going to happen, and it was scary enough that when we went to bed, Alicia just started crying because uh, when I turned the lights yeah. out, because she kept thinking about it. And it was um, it was pretty scary. A quick it made recap. me feel icky. It didn't make me feel like I just it was just I don't know if I'm curious about this one because I think Nate and I have the same one. Nate, what's I your pick? fire in the sky i put fire in the sky fuck that is scary because i haven't watched it since a kid because i'm still scared of it so Whoa, okay it is so scary you have to come over to our side <laughs> yeah too. okay look it's not our pick it doesn't get a, a recap what does get a recap fire in the fucking sky from 1993 <laughs> which i'm not sure if is a made for tv movie but it doesn't matter because it it permanently scarred all three of us uh about an arizona logger who disappears and then five days later travis after- walton Travis Walton. This is based on a true story. Comes back, and all of his coworkers and him, all loggers, all say that he was abducted. He passes all the lie detector tests, and and the abduction scene that he recalls while in police custody, like recounting his like disappearance. It's scary. It's terrifying. <laughs> it they did is. a really no, good I job. Agree. I still yeah. remember it from when I was a kid. Like it was that yeah. much of a laugh impression like i can see it happening and the tube yeah. like, like coming out of the guy's mouth and like Ugh. oh it's so freaky oh my god Here, uh, little known fact one of the extras in the movie citizen number three was the actual travis walton <laughs> he uh, does the circuit on ufo stuff like you sure can, he does he'll uh, autograph his book and stuff all right fire in the sky it's it's in it's on the list fire in the sky all right uh nate pick a category how about the one right under it, which is uh, under the radar, because that's something that's kind of fun. Do. 
yeah 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 we're all so, looking for it so you picked it what's your what's your pick so as much as i wanted to say cold skin which oh, is the most so, so it's, good it's so bizarre but i don't know if it's a horror movie it's more of an adventure love story i think i'm going with green inferno Oh, tell me about that one. I don't know if I've seen it. Wait, yes. is that the cannibal one? Yes. So that's okay. uh ninety that came out in two thousand uh wait, I, oh, I oh, have oh, it up. Two thousand fifteen. I saw, it. I saw yeah. it. Yep, yep. And, yeah, uh, Anthony. That uh, was yeah. pretty that was pretty scary. Two thousand thirteen. Like, yeah, it it uh so that's that one scary. I no, that yeah. one's not scary. And it ends up being a little more campy than you'd think. Well, then I'm thinking of a different one. No, the mm. Green Inferno was that it horrified me, like it uh it was pretty intense and it, i liked it it was like a bunch of uh eco warriors going into the uh, oh yeah that's what i'm thinking of yeah and uh they were kept in cages and eaten one by one and it it freaked me out like okay. it was definitely... can i give a spoiler alert on that one okay sure. there's just uh, the it kind of lost me where I, I realized it was kind of fun because when there's a stoner and part of the group and when his main scene came up like and all the all the cannibals were walking around with like glassy eyes and they were giggling and stuff like okay <laughs> okay that's good that you get points for that but it's not a scary movie it is yeah. definitely like a, a yeah. situationally anxiety well, inducing one maybe yeah so so that's nate's pick my pick for this one is uh let me make sure I see. the uh the a girl walks home alone at night did you guys see this I one? Have a, well, no, it's on, definitely it's on the radar. A, I haven't even a, heard about it. It's got a really beautiful cover. It's it's about this vampire that it's kind of like a timeless place. It's black and white. Um, it's kind of like supposedly kind of implies that it takes place uh, in Iran. Um, and it's just about this teenager who's a vampire, and she just kind of slowly skateboards around this town. <laughs> and like, uh, it's pretty. It's kind of a beautiful it's it's not scary it's got like a it's almost got like a um kind of like only lovers left alive yeah with jim jarmusch i was gonna say it's got like a jarmusch feels uh uh vibe to it it's definitely worth watching um it came out in 2014 it, yeah it takes place in this kind of mythological like it, it, it's in persian but it's not really it wasn't shot in iran all right, Tim, what's your pick for this? All right, so my under the radar is one that has gone uh, more recently under the radar. It used to be popular. is 2001's Session 9. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's got um, David Caruso in it as uh, an asbestos cleaning crew. His life is kind of falling apart. Yeah, okay, you say David Caruso, and all I hear is... Yeah! <laughs> exactly, I was going to cut it in. But... Uh, which like turned me off but it was really it's good so they, good you've seen this movie right but they just they play they they're i think i watched it with you cleaning asbestos out of an abandoned psych institute and they find these sessions from a multiple personality yeah. disorder sufferer and from each session gets everything falls apart as they go through listen to this uh as they go deeper into the psyche yeah. of this patient yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're they're just an asbestos crew in an abandoned building and so one of them is has just taken to listening to these but shit starts happening to the asbestos crew and they start disappearing um it's that, it is a low budget it is very minimal 
and it just relies on some good acting and some very so i'm you know what i the fact that i said a girl walks home alone at night people will be like i want to watch that so i i feel like i snuck my wreck in but for the official wreck i will come over to tim on that nate yeah I, yeah, yeah, yeah. i go, think this one's more under the radar yeah, yeah. than that okay so sure. official pick session nine um tim you pick pick something uh, we can keep going on our list straight down. We'll do ghost or dead person or thing. Yeah, just like ghost movie, but that can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. So this is one where I think one of us or two of us might have actually picked. So my pick on that is uh, Guillermo del Toro's 2001 Devil's Backbone. Oh, that's so a great one. That's good. a great one. I love dead ghost children. I'm gonna at... just I'm gonna say something controversial. I don't like del Toro. I think he. I think he shows the monster like well i like to not see the monster but i'll tell you devil's backbone hits the sweet spot he's it's an earlier film it was very noir it was yeah and so it's very poetic and it's not as i feel like um del toro's is very like heavy-handed it's a a place in civil war yeah civil war spanish spanish civil war Mm -hmm. yeah and uh it's just the orphanage or the the children are being haunted by other children but it leads them down a road where they have to discover other things like more malicious things but it's wasn't definitely it, worth saying uh, at least once wasn't pan's labyrinth also about the uh, spanish civil war yeah he, he yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of del toro's like underpinning um even like shape of water and stuff a lot of his currents are about fascism so yeah. like the Spanish, he's he's Spanish. So like it, there's just a lot of like easy parallels from the Spanish Civil War to like, like the real evil is always fascism, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like even right. the shape of the water, yeah. like the asshole, like uh, the main bad guy is uh, is like just like embodiment of like fascism, right? Yeah. Um, so my pick for this one is a little left field, but I I highly recommend it to our listeners if we don't pick it, uh, which is Kuroneko, a Japanese horror film from 1968. Have you seen this? No. Kuroneko translates to a black cat in a bamboo grove or simply the black cat. Let me paint you a story for this movie. It's so good. It's available everywhere. It's a very famous Japanese horror movie from the 68, but, but basically it takes place in feudal Japan, already good, right? And... Um, this mother and her daughter it's during a war these soldiers come across them and they basically rape and kill them and then they haunt this area of the woods as a the figure of a giant black cat and so all the soldiers after the war is over when they travel through the woods each one is single it's like a revenge piece each one is killed by this black cat but it's it's so good i don't even want to give it away like there's literally a giant black cat killing them at one point but it's 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 a ghost story it's about the revenge of these like um um it's a samurai movie but with a cat it's a samurai movie but the but you're rooting for the bat you're rooting for the ghost to kill all these awful men and it's so good just watch it but for our official pick i'm fine coming over to uh devil's backbone because it was really good you don't even know what my pick is Oh, sorry, because you disagreed with Tim. What's your pick, Nate? <laughs> well, I'm not even telling you now. No, no, no. What is it? Um, just because I uh, I brought it up on the neat cast, Stir of Echoes. Oh shit, Kevin Bacon. Which... Stir of Echoes. That you know what? That was Meredith's unofficial pick with Stir of Echoes for Ghost. And it has uh, the scene where he's always being frozen, right? And it's a murder mystery. Yeah. And that kid part, like when they run up the he 
runs up the stairs and checks on his kids. Like, why don't you stop talking to the boy and start talking, talking to, me. to me? I was hey. like, oh my gosh. All right, so here's my here's my right, Tim. I would argue you should come over to Story of Echoes because everyone has seen all Del Toro's movies. He's the so no, popular. I'd, I'd argue that I will go, but not for that reason. I will go over to Nate's side because it is spooky season. It's fun. It's lighthearted. You want a little jump scare, but you want really good visuals. And uh, I'd say that um, Devil's Backbone is more of like a, a slow think piece compared to the fun of Sturovecca. But I want to keep moving, and I want to pick the the category occult. I, I'm throwing it out there to see if Chris did it first. The ritual is mine. Uh, I did not put the ritual, although that was a good movie. I picked a dark song, which I believe Tim has seen. Maybe. Man, I, you're going you're going deep in these indies. I know. <laughs> Look, which is good for occult so movies are be. inherently indie, right? Because it's yeah, like yeah. kind of esoteric and like requires some kind of extended knowledge. Did Tim, did what was your pick? Rosemary's Baby. Shit, Great. That's so good. I know yep. that's Mar- that was Mara's the cult pick too. Yeah, I I had Rosemary. How could it I, not be? It's like the the quintessential occult movie, and it's yeah. so much bigger than whatever. I'm going movie with Tim. Um, I I will say if you haven't seen the ritual, our listeners, you should watch it because the thing at the end is insane. The ritual is like, great. They, I, they show the monster, like... and I'm so happy they do because it is. But that's okay because that's not that's that's the ritual. That's more of not... a monster movie than I a was going to say. That's less but occult. here's. What I did is I wrote down all the movies I wanted to see this month, mm-hmm. and then I like jammed them into whatever category I could fit. Okay, so, so I think here, Tim wins with Rosemary's Baby. Okay, I can't not put Rosemary's Baby. I will just put an asterisk because it is such a famous movie that every human has ever has seen Rosemary's Baby. If you haven't seen Rosemary's Baby, you must watch it. If you have seen it a thousand times, maybe check out a dark song but how can you not put rosemary's baby for the occult pick rosemary baby is our official pick and then i'm gonna put a little asterisk just like wink wink to you out there who watched that watch a dark song okay the next pick we doing wild we, we can just go right down the list we just go wild, down okay wild, wild card, card. Wild explain card. what wild card is i because i did this as my Yahtzee one, you know, yeah. like your throwaway Yahtzee. So my wild card, I wanted this. No, but what is the category? That's a wild card to me is one that you felt important to mention, even though it yes. doesn't fit in into Perfect. any yes. of the others. Perfect. And so I, I picked like. that. Yeah, I agree. And that's only because I needed, I went through the list and I needed to put the movie Mandy somewhere. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Mandy's Waffle so City. good. <laughs> like that would have been a good gory one too. Yeah, but it's not. It's it is gory, but it's not. It's, it's so like, gory. It's so much. Of course, it's gory, but it's like it transcends. It could gore. also be a cult. It could be every category. That's we what have. I mean. It, and it, it's campy. And it's I it's know. everything. It's, it's everything. everything. Where do you put Mandy, my friends, listeners? Mandy, starring Nicolas Cage, which came out in two thousand one, two thousand eighteen, nineteen, yeah. I saw that in opening night in a theater in the, in the West Village because my friend Rob was in town and we didn't know what to watch. And I was like, ah, oh, Nicolas Cage movie. I didn't realize I got the last tickets. It was a completely sold out balcony auditorium, like 400 people just 
stoked to see this movie the energy in that movie theater was spectacular <laughs> like I love this it, movie. it actually stays with one of my most favorite movie watching experiences in the theater of my life is watching like mandy a, I can, i'm so with... impressed chris that you got i didn't see it in the theater but i was staying and it's such a slow well done slow burn from the mm-hmm. first half it's like two act acts act oh. one act two so- act two by the end of it i was standing up in the living yeah. room watching it like i was like <laughs> yeah and by the oh nicholas cage he's done some terrible movies he's done some great movies but he's only done one mandy and it is just fantastic it it true it truly is um i mean so um i'm gonna tell you i'm voting mandy but i was gonna say i want to hear what you guys have but can we just maybe make mandy our wild card pick just go ahead and type in mandy it's fine but let's hear uh, yeah so Tim, spoiler I alert hear. i i needed mandy in there too and i didn't choose mandy for the wild card so it does show up later in on your my picks. list but that's okay that's I, all right we're gonna do I'll, this i was all the so time. i was so resistant to watch mandy just because i didn't have time and chris emailed it and was like no just check it out and then as soon as i did i was like drop jawed the whole time i was like this is perfect it hits every single button that i want out of a horror movie yeah and, and nick it, cage knocks it out of the fucking delivers it. it he was, delivers it it was like a perfect movie and it makes me really trust panos cosmatos who's yeah. the director he's a new director it's his first real pen i mean he did the movie beyond the black rainbow in 2010 but that kind of felt like a student film while mandy was like I have Cheddar shine. Goblin in my cabinet right now. I went on yes. the Mandy site and bought like 10 boxes of Cheddar Goblin. Because... I have Nick Cage temporary tattoos. I have his t-shirt with the tiger on it that he wears. <laughs> and because uh, Alicia ordered me a Mandy kit, I was I wouldn't shut up about it for Christmas. Oh. Yeah. So I got, got the, the shirt. An empty bottle of the brand of whiskey that he chugs, his yes. tall socks, his that underwear, so good. and his tiger shirt. Oh, so so good. I have the whole setup. Well, uh, I want to. Tim, well, what's Tim? What yeah, was your, what's your pick? What's your pick? Let's do it. Um, 1987 Peter Jackson film by the name of Bad Taste. Oh, that I. That's uh, a great. That's a. Uh, that would also fit in the gore. But I want us to. I'm. I think Mandy's our wild card. All right, right. Mandy, me, Mandy's the pick. But I'll tell you yeah, why yeah. I picked that yeah. one is because a lot of people haven't seen it, and the director of Lord of the Rings is known for the Lord of the Rings. But if you look at all of his horror, campy, scary stuff yeah, from Lord of the Rings, stuff, yeah. It's how he started, and it's just seeing where he come from and the stupidness of where, like, he falls off a cliff. And I thought he's dead, but then you see him get up and his brains are falling out, and he takes off his necktie just to hold his skull together to keep his brains in. And he keeps trying to fight these aliens that sell human meat as fast food burgers. It's yeah, it's yeah. so stupid that it's yeah, fun. That's a, I would say that's a great wild card pick. But yeah, uh, Mandy's our official selection. I also wanted to. I want to tell that. you mine. Oh, too. sorry, Chris. What every was... time. Sorry, I just get excited. What's what? Can't was forget I about meat. <laughs> I know. Stop forgetting about. So I wanted to put Nightbreed. Uh huh. But I didn't. Okay. I put Drag Me to Hell. Nice. Oh, also, Sam Raimi. Yeah, drag me to hell it's great. like my favorite. It's so fun. Like when the when the goat talks, you're just oh the whole thing is like that was where we're Tim. You were saying stir of echoes is fun. If you want, if you don't know what scary movie you want to watch, and you and your uh, significant other are are scrolling through horror movies, just pick Drag Me to Hell because Mandy. If if you're a dude, your girlfriend your girlfriend might not like Mandy. Right? (laughs) If you're a dude, you're gonna love Mandy. 
but Dragon Hell. I will say my wife loves Mandy, so it's it's yes, possible. Well, you know, she married you, right? Yes. Like so, <laughs> but but here's the thing: Drag Me to Hell, fun from the moment it starts to the moment it ends. I just it, love it is. It's it's fun. Fun. I was I didn't think I'd like it. It was really good. But for people that enjoy uh, Sam Raimi's Evil Dead Two, need to go check that one out too because it's yeah. it's the same vibe, but it's fun. Uh, it's updated fun. a little more modern in a different scenario. So we're going to take a real quick break to uh, highlight some independent podcasters. Did you grow up with a lack of parental supervision? Do you know all the lyrics to The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Remember Mayor McCheese and the Fry Guys? Have an inexplicable love for the California Raisins? Can you remember Madonna's original face? Then you might be a part of the Doom Generation. Laugh until you cry with us each week as we stumble blindly through the memories of the movies and other random things that doomed us to be the salty, sarcastic, sardonic ladies you want to hang with. You know us. You love us. You can't f***ing live without us. Doom Generation. Available everywhere you find podcasts. Okay, we are back. Yes. We are continuing with our movie recommendations for Spooky Season 2023. The next category on our list, Monster Boogeyman. I think this is an easy one for me personally. Uh, I got one from left field. You keep leaving me out. I I went Jaws. Whoa. Nice. Because oh, that man. is a oh, well done, actually. I completely agree. Deep in the water, you can't see it. He jumps out at you. You never know. The reveal is until the end. And guess what? He monsters the fuck out of everybody. Chops (laughs) them up. And it's gory. Is it like when I was a kid? That scared. That scene where he gets when he gets. (laughs) What are you doing? No, 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 no! It is. Ah, Oh my god! I was like, like, I didn't sleep for. It reminds me like when I was living in Norway and like I had to take care of these chickens. And the day before I got to this place, I had the chickens I was helping take care of a hawk came in and ate one of the chickens and that had never happened before so the entire time i was taking care of the chickens they kept looking up they never thought of ever looking up before they were terrified and jaws <laughs> there's a parallel with jaws because as a kid never scared of the ocean <laughs> until i saw the shark <laughs> yeah. go onto the boat like, no. <laughs> you aren't safe anywhere like yeah. you were but that's awesome awesome pick tim what's yours for monster okay i'm actually gonna start my monster okay so and real quick i know everybody loves freddy and jason and all the all the classics but i'm gonna start it with a quote from the movie since we already talked about it um a god ancient one of the jotun a bastard offspring of loki we do not say its name we worship it it keeps us here let us live beyond natural life no more pain no more death your ritual begins tonight it is a privilege to worship you will kneel before the god if not it will hang you from the trees i chose the monster from the ritual the bastard son of loki one of the jotun i love the thing is so fucking cool He's like, like an cool. elk, yeah. But his uh, head is made out of a disembodied human torso, oh, and so its crazy. its hands are its dangling little mouth, oh, and it has so these crazy. little yellow eyes. Oh, it's so good. When up, you see like, it at the end, you're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like you didn't awesome. think they were gonna actually go somewhere with it. They think you're yeah, gonna stay psychological, but they do, and you're like, yes. And it's so cool because not a, he's a bastard son of Loki in North mythology, but the jo- and I'm probably saying it wrong, the Jotun or whatever. Um, were, were sort of stuck but also guardians between the god and the human realm they're in an in-between and in the movie The Ritual they're in those woods that are they're just yeah. take place as the portal essentially between the two worlds and he is such a good guardian or she or whatever it is just scared the 
the fuck out of me in such an impressive way where i was like they did an awesome job with that that was a great that was a great one i did so, it. i did love it yeah uh, I did, mine is 1982 john carpenter classic the thing oh I, that was what that was actually my first choice because that's until like I thought the about it. boogeyman is is the thing it's been copied a million times whenever there's an x-files episode basically dedicated to replicating the, the monster of the week oh my god it was so i good. will say that that was what our super fan jay said he didn't care where it goes but he had to have the thing so that was in there well so we gave three different movies uh we've seen all three movies who gets this one jay um, would be the tiebreaker i think to the thing but i so i'm gonna have to go towards chris too because i actually wrote down the thing first and crossed it out and i couldn't decide and my tiebreaker was if I sat down and picked a movie to watch right now, I would have picked uh, The Ritual because I hadn't seen it in a while. Nice. Well, The, the Ritual is great. I mean, that's going to be our one of our, like, that might just come up with. We end up talking, we keep about, talking it about it. So, so somebody's probably going to see it. Pick. All right. Okay, so, so the, the thing, thing is official. Yeah, it's a mean, good one. It's, you can't, no one will get mad at us for picking the thing. It's such a classic. Yeah, uh, and the awesome. remake was pretty good too. I like, I didn't think it needed to be remade, you know, like, mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. the original was pretty awesome. Um, so. Okay, well, I mean, on this note, the next one makes kind of sense, which is nostalgic. So this category just this doesn't is a hard be one. good. This one's hard because so far, like, you know, Rosemary's Baby, like, Evil Dead 2, I mean, so everything, all of these movies are going to be nostalgic. What's your nostalgic, Chris? This is going to make some people mad. Mm -hmm. because this is a movie that belongs as an all-time favorite but i think even though it is an all-time favorite of mine i think it belongs in nostalgic because i watched it when i was seven years old on a vhs tape at dad's house and this is kubrick's the shining so yeah i can see why that's that's a weird pick it's a weird I pick because the nostalgic. I have that weird. for other. That's so intimately um, so like related to you. Exactly, and and that's the problem with nostalgic. Because to me, it was like, well, it's probably going to be a sleeper movie. No one's going to pick, but it just means something to you. So I will seed my pick. But I had to be honest with myself and put The Shining because I remember watching that as a seven-year-old. Because Dad's like, I was like, can I watch this? And he was like, huh. I guess nothing happens in it. I just have to fast forward through the nudity of the scene where the guy, the lady comes out of the bathtub. You know what's scarier to a little kid than watching that scene? It's watching that scene in fast forward because <laughs> it's on VHS. It didn't get skipped. Yeah, it's it got a little a blurry point, line on it. And if you recall from the movie, she moves really slow. So when you fast forward, <laughs> it just makes her move yeah. normal speed. And That's I was hilarious. Like, that is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. And this is the scariest movie that has ever existed. Yes, nothing happens in it, but that's because art doesn't have to have things that happen in it to be scary. Dad really dropped the ball on <laughs> So anyway, I will see. That's my nostalgic movie because eh. I can watch that movie every year a thousand times. It never Same. gets old. But what are your guys' pick for nostalgia? All right, I'll go next, right? So this is another dad VHS. And I think whatever Brent. Tim says, I have a feeling Tim's is also going to be a dad, a dad VHS. VHS. Was Mine? it Frank Frankenhooker? <laughs> no, <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was uh, on no, there. I know what you're talking about with Frankenhooker. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're talking dad about Dad VHS picks. My pick for nostalgia is Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye. Oh, I'm there. I'm already writing it in. 
Sorry, Tom. <laughs> oh no! What's Tom? <laughs> what's your pick? pick? All right, so here. All right, Chris. All right, okay, Chris. Really choose between me and Nate. Okay. I chose motherfucking Predator. Ooh. But is that a horror? It's an though? adventure. I'm gonna put. How is that not a because horror? Because same because it's pure sci-fi adventure, and so is Aliens. So is I didn't aliens. write. I didn't write down Aliens, even though Aliens could be space horror. It isn't to me. It's a. It's adventure. an adventure. Alien one horror. Aliens two adventure. Yes. Predator adventure. So I'm gonna cede over to Nate for Cat Sight, and I also will say. You know it's a nostalgic pick because you made this sound. Oh, which is the sound of nostalgia. <laughs> Who did that? I did that. You did that. It's the sound of nostalgia manifest. So you pick. That's why I started typing it in, Tim. Is you made the most nostalgic sound I had ever heard. I'll play it again. Oh, <laughs> damn it! So but that's I. also the sound I make when like they bring the Sizzler plate out at Applebee's. Oh. <laughs> So if anyone knows what uh, we're talking about, we're talking about Cat's Eye, which Stephen is a 1985 film based on Stephen King, uh, directed by, I forget, I'd have to look it up. A bunch um, but, of stories, cats, but, cat goes through it. Yeah, writer Stephen King, director Louis Teague, but like James Wood, Drew Barrymore as like a seven-year-old girl. Uh, She's in the, the last one, which the last is, one, really... which is clearly the best one. It involves a cat. Uh, I mean, the cat, there's a cat for all of them, but the cat really has to fight a little and... goblin. That's so good. Oh my god! Yes, Cat's Eye, 1985. Check it out. Check it out. All right, all right move it. Next one. Uh, we're going down to totally campy. So I had trouble with this one. This is going to be hard too, because you know, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. All sure. that stuff, and uh, I've see, Evil Dead Two is. isn't campy to me, but Army of Darkness is campy. So Evil Dead Two, maybe on the 18th time you've watched it, it comes across as a little campy. But the first time I watched it, you're right; it is fucking this, terrifying. Yeah. I had an easy one for this one, so maybe I start since yeah, I, start. I knew exactly the movie The Love Witch from 2016, directed by Anna Biller. Um, Haven't seen it. Oh my god, The Love Witch is one of Meredith's That's... favorite movies. Pretty is, new though. It's 2016. It's campy. You can have new campy. It's it's based. It's it's campy. It's kind of poking fun, but also totally celebrating 1970s witchcraft and new age like identities. Uh, it is phenomenal. The witchcraft in it, completely on point in a Wicca sort of way, but the um, it is hilarious. It takes place in the 70s, but it was shot on a low budget, so it's like clearly like they don't even care. Like there's modern cop cars like there you know what i mean like there is it's not actually a 70s movie but it pretends to be a 70s movie it is one of the best campy movies i've seen in a really long time the the lead actress samantha robinson is beautiful <laughs> and, and plays this love struck witch who keeps trying to find someone to love her and she keeps kind of like casting spells to get um seduced men but they keep dying uh, so she moves to new towns and so she's like this kind of like going around like the bay area and like this kind of perceived as 1970s um and it is so campy completely intentionally campy uh but also like just it's shot in technicolor on purpose i mean it is pitch perfect for camp but anyway you guys haven't seen it so we won't um yeah you're you're pretty good at getting these like cool artsy movies that are like campy it's not but artsy fun. it's actually ugh, anyway i forgot but you're like you're still in the cool kid club and <sighs> i i don't know what nate pick i'm gonna let you pick first nate or let your pick but chris is gonna come to my side okay what is it what is it 
No, what's yours, Nate? Uh, so I had a five-way tie, and it's more. This is because we needed this <laughs> five genre. Five-way tie. We had, we needed this genre, a different genre, and I'm not, I'm gonna bow out actually of this one because we chose Cat's Eye, but okay. totally campy would be for me Creep Show. Nice. I Tales, I considered that one. Tales from the Dark Side, Tales from the Hood, Tales from the Crypt. And it was almost a genre of the multi-story, yeah, like, sure. Tales mm-hmm. from the Crypty type I mean, I of thing. I love Tales of the Crypt. And because each individual story, and there was the, that was the show, but they also had the movie, and then yeah. they they had uh, different, well, Creep Show one and two. Yeah. So there was that whole genre. I think we were missing out on everything, and that's why I put those down. Because in Campy, when I think of Campy horror, those all come to mind, like the Mummy, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah getting yeah. Christian Slater or whatever. But uh, uh, if True Camp, I was tied between Wolf Camp, uh, Wolf Cop, and Leprechaun. Nice. But uh, again, I had too many, so Tim gets to pick it. Uh, 1985, starring William Bat and George Wint. You'll know as the happy guy from Cheers, House. Oh, House. This is House uh, wins. House wins. I love House. If yeah. Nobody's seen it. It's a it's an author. He's a horror author with his son Jimmy. He's a Vietnam vet. The house is clearly haunted. Lots of paranormal things going on, and then uh, it's just the whole time like this woman attacks him, this bloated monster, and he chops her up. I considered that for the monster one, out. Tim. I th- I had that on my monster pick. Uh, initially, but it wasn't. It is kind of campy. Though. That would be a haunted house one, but I, I'm a hundred percent because we don't have a haunted house category. Hundred percent, hundred percent behind them. Buddy sure. comes back to haunt him. They get pulled into a mirror, and he kidnaps his Who's son. Who's the guy Jimmy. from like, Night it's Court? Just nuts. Oh, Bull yeah. from Night Court. Oh, yeah, great. yeah. So it's just, it was so fun, and it, uh, it's, Richard it Mall is Bull from Night Court. Richard, yeah, Mull. it's but, it's gross, it's bloated, it's sticky, yucky it's funny. horror, but it's, it's so it's fun. like Evil Dead Two E, right? So because like, yeah. the the body parts keep coming out after him because he shoots. Oh, the when monster. he goes through the mirror and goes in the Vietnam War, and like, um, and and George Wins <laughs> no, not George Wins. I uh, like Dan. Wait, who's the big guy? The Cheers guy. Oh, that's no, that's Richard Mall, who was the big guy who was like a monster. He was hiding behind the couch in the yeah. house, waiting for him to come back. Oh, it's um, I still remember uh, Ben Kemp, our friend and neighbor. Uh, just randomly when he was coming over to play, even like in the sixth grade or something, he'd be like, "You'll never find Jimmy." okay so for the record i would say the love witch is campier than that movie but our official recommendation house 1985 watch it watch it okay we're gonna keep moving uh sci-fi horror i think we 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 are sure we got Uh, yeah i'll go first because mine was mandy Uh uh-huh and we've already gushed about mandy so much that i uh, we don't have to get into it all right nate uh, my second place was Screamers. I just wanted nice. to throw that out nice. because that is an it's awesome good. movie. But Event, Event Horizon's like a new Event movie. Horizon was my pick too. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, I'm I'm game with Event Horizon. I've, I think that like almost more. in like in a way invented sci-fi horror. Like Sam Neill, he just was still on the Jurassic Park high. I think. Yeah. So haunted, haunted space is cool. Haunted space, yeah. And it's they're con- the first one that explains. How you do a wormhole? I was about to say that is, and that pisses me off so much when it. you do that. Uh, like like every movie talking about wormholes, and I do the pencil through a folded paper invented by Sam Neill and <laughs> or the writers. No, Sam Neill. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, why I actually would have liked Ten 
100% more of Interstellar if they hadn't explained Oh, I like know. That, I, was I was like, like I was like, idiots, uh, why did you do obviously that? Matthew McConaughey has seen Interstellar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not Interstellar, he's seen... Uh, you know, the quickest right. way from point A to B is a straight line, but what if you fold it and then stick your hands through it? That's a wormhole. Like, oh. so, he was explaining that to other fucking astronauts, too. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Quit mansplaining that shit to other astronauts. So so my funny story with, with Event Horizon 8, it was pretty good, pretty scary, um, because it had that cosmic horror thing. But Event Horizon was the was one of the first movies I watched on DVD. And we, you could DVD had this new thing that you couldn't do on VHS, which is pause. Oh, and get like a clear frame. frame. And I'll just say that there is a hell sequence that is just like three frames long in that movie. And you're like, it's terrifying. It's just this, this vision of hell in outer space. And it's three frames. But with DVDs, we were able to pause and like see what was actually being flashed. And it was disturbing and great so uh <laughs> event horizon i that was this i'm glad i knew i knew someone else would have that on there good job I, it scared me i i went on a day i was at college i went on a date with some girl and we saw that baby and i was joking around and i was like kind of punched her leg on a scary part but i got scared when i started <laughs> to punch her leg i was like, ah! <laughs> so it was scary enough that i didn't even need i mean it was awesome i i love that movie all right, so we're going to keep moving here. Yep. Uh, so visually stunning is our next category. Now, um, what you got? I, I, I need, I put The Witch here because, I mean, I love the movie The Witch. This is Ro uh, uh, Robert Eggers' 2015 The Witch, which we talked about earlier uh, and which got our period uh, piece. Yeah, our period piece. So I, I'll just, you know, I'll defer to you guys because I don't want to put The Witch again, but it's visually stunning in a different way like it's not too flashy but like the scenes where she flies with the witches at the end is so yeah, breathtaking it's, it's and like well done it, the yeah. whole movie i just felt like i was dreaming it like yeah. even though nothing out of the ordinary was just, it was like, otherworldly it was otherworldly and familiar at the same time and i think that's a really hard thing to do but anyway what did you guys pick i think mandy would fit here perfectly too but i anyway. did uh i did the shining the shining yeah great I would okay. every I, every scene in the shining be is beautiful like just the elevator sequence alone is worth it because that's or like going up the mountain or in the snow or at yeah. the bar every because like every single like the rap battle like, they invented the tracking drone shot with the helicopter but still it was like the beautiful tracking shot yeah um fantastic yeah. everybody's seen it though so. uh so my second place is you won't be alone um hmm because that is also it's it's like drifting through a daydream of a movie about like this uh like a shapeshifter sort of like a a, a folklorist witch that mm. steals a child that was hidden away forever and they they have they don't just like shapeshift they have to kill something and consume it and they become all these people and it's just this whole oh, thing about life oh my god chris are you serious yeah you, I am not talking to anybody. What is it? Our podcast. I'm, I'm talking to you, Chris. Okay. Watch. You called? won't be alone. Oh, I haven't seen it either. What? All yeah. right. So we'll just. It's give got Numi Rapace in it. It's. Oh, it's, I love her. It's, it, it's about it's essentially like a folklorish witch that experiences life as a whole through a, as a shapeshifter. And and it's just gorgeous. And oh, it's, I'll I'll check it it's out. It's so yeah. slow. All right, and so that's. It, 
I think it's that's almost like uh, uh, was it um, like the, it's just this narration and like ambient music and beautiful shots and things like like it's oh, not in English but it's like I life is a that. beautiful broken thing and and then it just shows her experience life as this man that she killed and consumed and then get, for whatever reasons has to dispose of it and she finds a dead child that fell and so she consumes the child and then but it's horrific too because they just dump these guts out of their body to turn back into their their natural uh, chris you have to watch i, I will totally to. watch it yeah so that's but that it. wasn't my pick my pick was the shining so well too, <laughs> too bad you won't be the lone as the actual pick for there but uh, you won't but be alone. Shining, everybody needs shining, to watch you but you won't be alone i think but but the shining is like any kubrick thing is like just amazing but what if okay so let's table this i just think i'm okay let's just mm. we have to see it i can't vote for something i haven't seen okay well then and I... tim also voted for the shining so and you had the shining up for another one i think it wins the shining but we have a brother's pick Okay. And Tim's brother's pick is "You Won't Be Alone." So okay. I, I'm it like such a, it blows my mind that Chris hasn't seen. It. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> um, so let's keep going. I have based on a true story, but I kind of feel like yeah. Let's do it. I got the winner on this one. So uh, okay, because uh, I, I was going to say Fire in the Sky, but we already selected that. So oh, that's a great one, by the way. Based uh, on a true story. Uh, Tim, what's no, yours? No, no, no. Wait, no, that's not actually what I picked. Uh, but Tim, you go. Um. The Exorcist, 1973. That's what, that's what I picked. Ah, uh, I put Brotherhood of the Wolf. That's a great movie. That I is a good movie. Brotherhood of the Wolf is a good movie. Can we do The Exorcist? Uh... Yeah, you could do The uh, Exorcist. Yeah, it's, it's Nate's good. already outvoted. It's two to one. Uh, I There's a fantastic... Uh, I really enjoyed listening to the Astonishing Legends history of The Exorcist. Yeah. Because uh, the true story, it's actually a boy... And it was in multiple cities. St. Louis is where the exorcist takes place and where it ended. Mm. But it's this whole long story. And what was great, my favorite part about, and this is thanks to Astonishing Legends, is where they're, uh, he goes to his church or whatever, the family of this boy is having these problems. And the minister comes over and is like, you know what? You need to go find a Catholic priest. <laughs> and then the Catholic priest got there. He's like, let's make sure this is a Catholic demon position and possession. And and I might need to go find, you know, a rabbi or something. If it's not it, like they were all like, kind of <laughs> yeah, hot potatoing this terrible to thing. This thing out. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. That's fine. I just liked, I was, I, we were talking about, I got thinking about werewolves. And if you haven't seen Brotherhood of the Wolf, it's not even that scary. Uh, uh, yeah, I love Brotherhood of the Wolf. But it's a good movie, it so I wanted to It's French. Out. Yeah, it's the, the beast of um, whatever. Yeah, but uh, watch awesome. The Exorcist if you haven't seen it. What's the next one? Folk Horror. This is where I put The Witch. Which is great uh, folk horror, Nate. Midsummer, loved it. Yeah, so I, I put, I kind of cheated, and for this one I put... Um, which I, I don't know if you guys watched. Um, I put uh, Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, which is actually a documentary about the concept of folk horror. Oh my God. Uh, oh no, I know I know what you're talking about. It but was so no. good because it showed like within the documentary, they talk about, it's just all your favorites. And then there's this uh, DVD box set 
that Woodlands Dark and Daisy Witch put out called All the Haunts Be Ours. And it's every movie that they mentioned in the documentary in a like 14 disc Blu-ray box. So it's like a hundred movies. So I kind of cheated. So I'll just follow Nate and say Midsummer. Uh yeah, the witch definitely needs to be on a list, but since it was picked other other places, uh I also enjoyed Midsummer. So I'm, yeah, I won't say I no saw that a couple times. I saw the director's cut in the theater. Oh, uh, so I I love four it. hours long. It was so good. People were like, "It was good." Yeah, it was really good. Was like, Mary so... Mary does it. She got mad. I was watching it a second time that she could hear it from another room and wanted me to. Turn so it the off. did you guys see the director's cut at all? No, I don't, it I don't makes know so it makes so much more. Was it four hours long? That's <laughs> a long one. But uh, I want to see. I don't think the director's cut was. I think it was just. Uh, uh, it was just released in a couple cities, like in New York, uh, when I was living there. I didn't so. see it in the theater. Uh, I, well, I, the... I, I saw the actual Midsummer in the theater, and this came out a year and a half later or something as the director's cut. And they and re-released it, it? Yeah, and I will say it makes a lot more sense because there's this whole scene at the river that explains... I mean, there's, like, some stuff I think they cut for time that, like, you're just like, oh, that's unique. Like, you know, um, and, like, the guy who gets flayed and, like, the yeah. Viking, you know, all that... They just kind of flash to it. They the flash movie. to it, but the, all that kind of... There's, like, there's like sustenance there, and the best is just, like, they take them to the river scene, and, like, they have to pull on this rope, and something on the other side of the river, the small river, like that you can't see is pulling against them. I mean, it's like, it, there's some like really creepy stuff that I was like, I can't believe this got cut out. This is so good. But uh, it kind of makes more sense because they're like mad at each other or something afterwards. And then they just were like, oh, they're just So mad put director's you. cut of Midsummer. Yeah, yeah, I'll do director's cut. And I, I, my favorite thing about all of it is like whoever dressed up Bobby from King of the Hill in the flower dress. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. That was so good. All right, um, next. Uh, moving along, top foreign language. Tim? Uh, Del Toro Strikes Again, Pan's Labyrinth. Because I watched good. that so many times. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Uh, I did and let let the right one in. That's a good pick. I I was thinking about doing that one too. Did you guys ever see the movie House? Now, this is funny because this is not 1985 House. The this Japanese one? 1977 House in J Japanese. Yeah. Have you guys seen that one? I have not seen it uh, years ago. It's quite good. Anyway, so I will I will default to you guys. Um, Chris, you know. have to pick Pan's you Labyrinth pick or let the right one in. Um, I will say let the right one in. It's more of a horror movie. Pan's Labyrinth is more of a fantasy movie. Yeah, with some I was going to say, parts, there's, there's but... some parts. But you had the it. eyeball guy. Yeah, they yeah. also got a, had a guy get his face bashed I, in by a wine bottle. I yeah. feel like the light right the light run in is like more in mood with spooky season. Um, I, my favorite comic, yeah. Chris, I mean, you said when when that one came out, let the right one in. Uh, like the guy that has to go get blood for the vampire, uh -huh. whatever. You're like, well, actually, uh, Norway, that's not a bad job. <laughs> right. that's a good job that's probably a pretty good job if you live in norway what, yeah. if, what are you a uh, vampire assistant and just for the listening audience if you haven't seen let the right one in and there's two these are the original uh swedish polish swedish swedish, swedish. swedish. it's and i said there norway was but an american, there's an american they're the remake they're both good but one is not, not in english and it's it's just i thought a, it was creepier vampire i i thought the swedish story. one was a little and it's not like like because i'm being pompous it just seemed a little creepier for some reason than the american one but they're both good yeah it was yeah, you were in watching. norway so that would be 
the Swedish Ooh. one. That's why. Yeah. 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 All right, um, we got okay. four left. Hilarious. Okay, hilarious. You guys go. I'll I go gotta... first. I put arachnophobia. I kind of went. I put arachnophobia as well. Nice. Tim. I will agree with you guys, but my choice was Shaun of the Dead. I did oh, have Shaun of the Dead's great. I had like but... a million, uh, a million other ones. The the one after was Shaun of the Dead. Arachnophobia, Shaun of the Dead. What we do in the shadows, Army of Darkness, Zombie Land. I Tucker mean, there's so Dale. many of them. It's almost its own. Tucker and Dale. Yeah, there's so many. But I'll say Arachnophobia is a true horror movie that is kind of funny. And, and I will say also, it was more like, I just felt like that would be a sleeper hit on a list. Like, you know, I could say Gremlins too, you know, like, yeah. but there's something yeah. about Arachnophobia that you're not expecting it to be funny. And it was, it came out, it was considered. In the, the 80s or 90s, right? Yeah. 80s, yeah. And it's considered 80s, the 90s. first uh, horror, they kept calling it a horror comedy, a horror, you know, like. Well, John Goodman was in it. He yeah. rocked it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, Return of the Dead, uh, American Werewolf in France. All those things are funny, but like arachnophobia. I, I remember being scared as a kid. A lot of jump shots. Like, yeah, spiral. I was actually legitimately scared watching it. Yeah, I was pretty young. But then when I think it was John um, Goodman yeah. showed yeah. up and he had his suit and he was fighting all the spiders or whatever, I was like enjoying it and actually like yeah, it was believed great. that it was funny again. So that's John Goodman, and it's also Jeff Daniels Trimmers. is the, the main character. Yeah, it. Jeff he's, Daniels he's is awesome. So I thought that'd be kind of a more fun pick. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, arachnophobia wins then. Okay, the next category, totally overrated. Stuff that I hate people putting on their list, but everyone loves, but I hate. I put heredity on there, but American Psycho is my pick. Ah, uh, Tim? Uh, all of the Saw movies. <laughs> I, I have the... never seen a Saw movie. Oh, uh, I refuse to watch it. I, I like was... saw the preview and I was like, I can already close my eyes and watch this whole movie. I, don't I was going to say, like, I watched the Saw movie and I watched um, the uh, Purge, not because I wanted to, but just because I felt like culturally I needed to at least understand. I never I watched the Purge either. You know? first, okay, first off, I love Ethan Hawke and I will watch anything he's in. He's in the yeah. first one and it's more of an art movie than the other ones. You don't need to watch the other ones. It was, was more of like, what are these people like? It's such like there's like 13 of them. So I wanted to like know what the thing was. Well, Mine is 10 my, Saw movies now. But anyway, what's yours? Only because I'm curious if you guys disagree with me. The Babadook. I hated the Babadook. I thought it was stupid. I don't know why everyone thinks it's the scariest fucking movie on the planet. I, I didn't think it. it was. I didn't think it was scary. I thought it I was, didn't watch it. I saw ugh. the trailer. And I was like, whatever. But anyway, everyone's like, oh, I love the Babadook. I was like, why? Okay, so I'm fine with all three of those going on. Yeah, there. put them all. Yeah, type them all. Because <laughs> fuck all. I of feel them. like that's why Saw X is coming out, and I was like, nah, it's Fast and Furious X just came out, so it's Fast and Furious Saw. Like they so should the do a crossover. Tim, what was yours again? All of the Saw movies. I mean, Nate, what was yours? Uh, American Psycho. Yeah, Psycho. I mean, I would argue that's not horror. <laughs> Yeah, it was slasher. It's kind of I don't know, you know. But I, I whatever. I didn't. I don't like it. So there you go. That's fine. Okay, found footage. You guys guys go. I'm going last because I'll be disqualified. So oh, nice. I I did the no, Tim. No, you go. The taking of Deborah Logan. I never saw that one. All right. So to explain that real quick, it is is uh, an elderly woman that's battling Alzheimer's. Uh, let's a woman film her for a project so it's from the perspective of like a student filming her uh-huh. but she gets more and more like maybe this isn't alzheimer's and forgetful and she just shows up until the last couple 
couple of scenes is fucking crazy. Like crazy. They end I've up seen following the cover. her like to a cave and like there's a there's like a child in there with her and it's just it's not it's she's not really as human as you'd like to see her. But yeah. it's uh it really is like it gets pretty creepy and Alzheimer's is scary enough by itself. So yeah. I chose that one. My my pick for this is As Above, So Below, the 2014 um, pick by yes, John. You've talked Dowdy. about that on the show before. I love it. I think because it's it's like everyone does like whatever, but it's a movie that is about secretly about hermeticism, which is not an easy thing. It it follows basically this professor who's like reads the Emerald Tablet and wants to find the Philosopher's Stone, which she believes is basically in the Paris catacombs, and so she hires this like team of urban explorers to like go into the catacombs under Paris where all the bodies and skulls and stuff are. And they descend into like a Dante's Inferno situation. And was like, Oh, it's about Dante's Inferno. I was like, no, it's not. It's a hermetic tale of turning mercury into gold. And, and so like they have to confront like their shadow self in order to become, I mean, it's got a lot of real esoteric like philosophy in there but it's also like a fun found footage horror movie so that's my pick nate what's your i, I really want to see that chris and it's on my list so you can if, I, i'm fine with either of those winning why because mm -hmm. i haven't seen either of them but you've seen my movie and this is more of a merry pick and it's silver bullet for the found footage <laughs> and how is that found footage how it's, is found, that found footage? it's found footage this is graham told me this theory and i was Crying, oh, that Gary Busey wasn't acting? He was not acting. He did not act. They'd say, hey, look at that poor kid. He can't walk. Can you make him a cool wheelchair? Hey, drink that bottle of Jack Daniels and play cards with that kid. Oh, my God, there's a werewolf. <laughs> like, yeah. And then Gary they just Busey. filmed him like the whole time. Gary Busey's acting is so bad and slash so good in that it is movie. So good. That it, I could, that's a great argument, but you are disqualified. Tim, I don't care. I can go to you or we can just say, let's just recommend both. Put I, both haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen yours I, and you haven't seen mine. So I don't know how we're going to solve this one. Mine's more of a horror movie. And I think yours is more of an adventure movie, but there are is monsters. It? I don't know. I haven't seen yours either. So write them, both, write them both down okay. and we'll let our listeners write in to okay. uh, tell us which one are on okay. X. Either one. They're both good found footage. All right. Slasher. Mine is Nightmare on Elm Street in particular, number three. Is that Dream I, Warriors? Yes. Knives yes. on the hand and Dream Warriors when he has the needles, stabs yes. the drug addict one. Like, nice. I just, like, nothing is a better 80s franchise than Nightmare on Elm Street. You know? Nice. I think it's nice. Great. Tim? I'd, well, I, I think my argument is that uh, um, uh, Freddy, is he really a slasher? He's, He's got knife hands. He has literal hands. knives on his hands. He, he kills He kills a 17-year-old Johnny Depp by slashing him in the stomach and then pulling him into a bed. <laughs> yes. I agree. No, I'll go with, he has, I'll go with he's Freddy a, he's on that killing one. teenagers who have sex. It's like basically. <laughs> What's yours, Tom? It was, I was trying to find it. I'll go with yours. But what was the movie where all of the monsters were kept in like cabin a Cabin in the facility. Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Was that Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Cabin in the Woods. It was so I good. had that on, so that's on my, I have like a That's under, hilarious. I almost put that under hilarious. It's, it's a comedy. I think it was a fun, awesome movie. And they yeah, ended up getting killed it. by like Merman. Like the Merman. Yeah, they, yeah, they so had, good. because they had like the whole uh, work uh, pool of 
you know, who's what's gonna kill who. And one person thought merman. Yeah, not the merman. It's never the merman. Then you see the merman coming after him. <laughs> so good. No, that but, movie is kind of pitch perfect for like humor and like riffing. I enjoyed it. What's yours, so, Chris? Uh, I was going to make an argument for the new movie Barbarian, but uh, I, w- I will defer, and I think that Dream Warriors was my favorite of the Freddy Dream movies. Warriors is the best out of all. When Nate said that, I was like, we're so, good. I'm good with Dream Warriors. Nightmare on Elm. Okay, that is our official pick, Nightmare on Elm Strip 3. All right. Werewolf. Uh, uh, so my favorite werewolf on that, like, is, is probably American Werewolf in London. But I was going to pick Wolf Cop because I feel like people need to see Wolf Cop and they probably haven't. Nice. And in case nice. you don't know, it's about a cop that gets turned into a werewolf and he still stays <laughs> a cop as it a does. werewolf. Well, the best thing is it's still that movie does have a good transformation. Like American Werewolf in London was fantastic they, they because of the, the transformation yeah. was, was so, so good. good. And it was funny. And it has uh, it's by what's his Jim Henson's buddy? What's his name? Yeah, what was your pick, Nate? Yeah, what's your pick? Uh, Jim Henson. No, Frank Oz, by the way. Frank Oz. Was yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, going back, uh, mine was uh, Wolf by Jack Nicholson. I, I, I had American Werewolf in London. And even I mean, it's Cirrus clearly the favorite. best, but I, I just feel like everyone's going to pick that one. So I wanted to recommend something different because it's yeah, so yeah. good. So I go Wolf with Jack Nicholson. All right, what's yours? Uh, I actually am a big fan of the Ginger Snap series. And not my, bad, actually. Is that favorite... G- Ginger's body? Jennifer's body. No, that's Jennifer. Yeah. So Ginger Snaps is uh, the Ginger's Ginger. My favorite, though, is Ginger Snaps 3, uh, which is a prequel, which they just took the same actresses. It came out in 2004, and they just made them in the 1800s. And it's, so it's a historical, like, fort, Canadian fort piece where, like, Slash werewolf movie, but I love the gin. You kind of have to watch the other Ginger Snaps movies, but I I kind of love Ginger Snaps. But so I will. I also liked Jack Nicholson's Wolf, um, and I will go there because I actually haven't seen Wolf Cop. Well, you gotta do Vampire. Just because no, no, I know no, what, Vampire, Vampire for I, I this just because I wanted to put this category just because we needed to say um, Bram Stoker's, Stoker's Dracula by nope. Francis Ford Coppola. What I did uh, Blade. Blade. So that was that's what I was gonna do is everybody's picking Bram Stoker's. I was gonna pick Blade too. Yeah, yeah but not Blade, Blade too. I, I would argue Blade, Blade well. is is less spooky and more action. I would say Bram Stoker's Dracula is more spooky. Mm, um, might be somebody's all time favorite. Oh, okay. Well, I will say Blade because fuck it. I was I was I love Blade. Uh, okay. So all time favorite. So Bram I already got Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Sam, what's yours? Aliens. But you guys disqualified yeah. for it. No, uh, but it's an awesome movie. You should keep it as your all-time keep it, favorite. Keep, keep it. Mine for horror, the... it's not my favorite ever, but as far as horrific movies, the Aliens, the second one. It's scary. Uh, There's scary the, parts. That's where I wanted to put The Shining as well. Um, I will say also Bram Stoker's Dracula. Just, I will cave. Tim. No, but it, it doesn't have to be. We could each have our own. We could okay, have one we'll of do each. that. We'll do that, which is because we didn't actually have The Shining. Yeah, off. we did. Well, we could. What if we take The Shining off visually stunning and we make it You Won't Be Alone? And then but I don't even know what that okay, is. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. All time favorite. We have Bram Stoker's Dracula. We have uh, The Shining. And Tim was Aliens. So yep. I see. Uh, uh, my, micro Machine, some runner ups. The Descent, 
is awesome. Uh, I wanted to put the descent on there too. Oh, uh, yeah, what else? Poltergeist. What else Poltergeist is awesome. Mm-hmm. The Fly with Jeff Goldblum is awesome. Mm-hmm. Jacob's Ladder is a sleeper. Oh, so I wanted, good. I was going to put a sleeper in there. I love the there. sleeper list. Tim, do you have any sleepers? Nate, do you have more? Uh, no, no, I was no, talking no, about them as we went. I, I, had... I have some classics, but go ahead. No, those are, I mean, I'm so glad you mentioned those. Like Jacob's Ladder, no one's seen that movie, but it's, oh, it's, so, so, it's good. so good. Yep. Um, uh, oh, you know what my all-time favorite actually was? And I, 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 what I is don't, it? The Ninth Gate. Oh, uh, well, yeah. so I thought about that because when we were talking about Rosemary's Baby, putting it, yeah. but is it truly horror or that I would think be a good, occult. that would it's... be a good occult one. And that was on my occult list, but I was like, eh, it, it, it's, it's more of a mystery to me. Okay. Well, I'm glad we're getting it on the sleepers mentioning because yeah. I, I want the shining to be my all time favorite, but I love yeah. the ninth gate. I watch it all the time. I know Roman Polanski is a piece of shit, but like that movie's so fucking good. That's a great Johnny Depp's braid. He is before he got weird. You know, right? you know, here's a little thing about the the Ninth Gate. I love it so much. I actually, I love it so much. I actually read the book it was based on, which is called La Club Dumas, um, and the book sucked. And I was <laughs> I was shocked. It like, I will say whoever made the screenplay. I don't know if Polanski made the screenplay, but whoever read the book they turned a diamond out of coal like the plot's there like everything that happened in the movie happened in the book but it's like buried in this it's like one of several plots and like it's very disappointing but the characters from the book is all true but i will say the movie substantially better than the book substantially better um and i think that was like them zeroing in on the gold that was in the book and made it really shine um Tim, right. do you have any uh, before we get off? Any? No, any I've been mentioning up? them as we were talking. So I had I actually did have a standby list to make sure I mentioned like Day of the Dead and yeah, um, I mean all the zombie movies. I went through a whole zombie phase. I just loved and I think we did pretty good. And Twenty eight so, days later, we did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention American Werewolf from a day that fire in the sky and like a lot of them you guys already mentioned. So I'm I'm good on my uh, alt list. All right, okay, we so, met, we left out probably thirty movies that should be yeah, on here. Yeah, but we're gonna do this other years. Let us know what they are, though. You know, yeah. tweet us at what we forgot. And this isn't just like a listing of the best movies ever. We're trying to recommend some stuff. Maybe like a couple of them got to you. That well, you that's seen. why I said it's not the top ten. These aren't the best movies in the world. These are just our current list to say it's spooky season. You need watch a horror movie. And if you haven't seen watch this, these, watch they're these. good. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna access this list, go to dwarfview.com. D o r d-o-r-f-y-o-u.com we'll have this list along with our links to our youtube or you know you can just play back real slow or i'll just quickly read uh gory evil dead 2 actually scary fire in the sky under the radar session 9 ghost dead person or thing stir of echoes occult rosemary's baby wild card mandy monster boogeyman the thing nostalgic cat's eye period piece historical the witch totally campy house american 1985 sci-fi horror event horizon visually stunning the shining seconded by you won't be alone based on a true story the exorcist folk horror midsummer the director's cut top foreign language let the right one in the swedish version or whatever the american one's fine too hilarious arachnophobia totally overrated uh, the Saw series, Baba Duke, American Psycho, found footage, uh, as above, so below, and the taking of Deborah Logan, Slasher, Nightmare on Elm Street, three Dream Warriors, Werewolf, Wolf Cop, nor no, sorry, 
<laughs> werewolf was actually Jack Nicholson's wolf and um, vampire blade. Um, so check us out, Tim, you want to do our socials? Uh, yeah, we're at AAO podcast on X. Uh, I think it's the same on threads. You can email us at wizard at dorfview.com for anything. If you want some paranormal insurance or stickers, or if you need to say you guys are wrong about those stupid movies, you're doing it wrong. Or if you need to just chat about stuff and yell at us about other things, feel free to email us. Um, I'm sure we have other socials, but check us out at dorfview.com. It has everything. All right. Uh, uh, until next time, we're gonna have a we're gonna have some good stuff coming up. Um, so so keep an eye out. I'm excited about Nate's October feast. I'm sure that will play into our next episode in some in some capacity. Um, uh, and also check us out. We were recently on uh, a neat cast episode that was a lot of fun. And Tim was recently on. Tim, do you want to quickly plug your the episode you were guessing oh, on? Dustin can read and watch. Uh, he also does a Dustin. Uh, recaps different things um we will share the episode when it's released but he just put out um um an are you afraid of the dark episode that's that's cool um prior to that he he had let, put done a recap about ren and stimpy um it's just all fun stuff so i had a chat with him and amber from which is talking tarot um and hopefully that should be out by the time this one is too so go check it out so we are not going to do our typical outro because this is a, a recommendation episode. So we're not going to do jokes because I have to go take care of a baby. I'm five minutes late. For. And I I don't know about you guys, but that barkeep has a really deep hoarse voice. And as somebody that has lost their voice, even though I don't know who this barkeep is, I think it may be challenging for them to talk right now. <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll bring that, that um, bit back at the next episode. But uh, um, so... Thanks for All listening. Right. Watch these movies. Bye.